What's up, everyone? This is Josh Peterson of Humanican Media. And I'm Gerald Glassford, and we're from the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. And you're listening to Weird, a Two Dudes podcast right here on the Ace Podcast Network. I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere. I know, that's really weird, isn't it? Ace Podcast. Weird. This is it. Are you ready? This is it. This is it. Are you ready? I'm ready. The last show of the podcast ever. That's not true. Don't, t- don't say that. 150. Episode 150. And in celebration, Craig, we got a little flashback. I'm going to play this. And Wendy, engine chill is complete. ESPS is ready for launch. Okay. Stop. You lost people last time from that. I'm going to smash that thing. Okay, turn off. So anyway, so it's episode 150. Episode 150. That means we've been... That's do- a milestone. That's a milestone. That's a 150 milestone. That's a that, long way. That If this was a TV show... Right. ...in 50 more shows, yeah. we'd be syndicated, baby. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're going to be, but you know, if we oh, were a show, you're the right. Show. Yeah. This is the very last. You know, somebody should make a Netflix series about this podcast. 150 shows ago, we were two middle-aged dudes in a microphone. We certainly were, and we, I was a little nervous on that first episode. Well, because you're, 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 you're inexperienced. It's not only still out there, it still gets downloaded. Good. That's what bothers me. No, it's terrible. It's awesome. We need to delete the first no. 20 episodes. No. Maybe. I look good in those. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> Go back and watch those. I look good. I do not remember that. Hey. Yes. Go to Top Story. Top, are you ready? Wait, well, we aren't you going to no, read reviews? We got no reviews. You got no reviews. Are we going to have to beg? Yeah. Please, somebody, for Pete's sake. Give us a bad review. Hey, give us just anything. Anywhere you hear this podcast, you can leave reviews. If you listen on iTunes, you can leave a review. If you listen on Google Play, you can leave a review. Yeah. Wherever. If you listen on our homepage, you can even leave comments and reviews there. Heck, hit the subscribe button and just pretend you're listening. Golly, anything. do something, please. Hey, you know, if they hit the subscribe button, their, their app will automatically download every show. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious about that, Clark? Yeah, we can work those numbers. Top story. Hey, there's a time traveler from 2030. He passed a lie detector test. Well, of course he did. Of course, because he, he knew all the answers. <laughs> a, a man claiming to be from the year 2030 who shared a number of predictions for the future has miraculously passed a lie detector test because he's crazy. That's not miraculous. He's, he's cr- from the future. He's, he's crazy. That's why he can pass it. But that's not very far into the future. The well, no. It's 20. John Teeter came back from, like, it's 12, way... It's 12 years. Yeah, it's not far. Did you say John Heater? John Teeter. John know. Teeter, the great time traveler. He was found tire, by... Tire, tire, tire traveler. Somebody found it by, I think, a Coke machine. And, uh, yeah, come to find out he had he had come back to get an IBM part. You you and I have got to start doing... What? We... This... That, this... These... This, of, that, this, that. These stories intrigue me. We need to start covering a few urban legends. Oh, now yeah. you're talking. I love urban legends. Well, or, let's start doing or, or it. We talked about earlier, we need to start covering every once in a while. We'll cover like one of these fan theory things from, from movies. Yeah. Like Greece, where. No, that's not a fan theory. That's fact. <clears throat> anyway. Sandy's dead. All right. So, anyway, this time traveler guy, a man right. claiming to be from the year 2030 who shared a number of predictions for the future, has miraculously passed a lie detector test. Uh, the self-proclaimed time traveler goes by the name of Noah. St- well, he had a cell phone, too, remember? <laughs> Stating that he has to remain anonymous. Well, you just said your name's Noah. Hey, that would explain how Noah did have the cell phone. Yeah. 
Because Noah was a time traveler. He's not good. He doesn't understand what the word anonymous. I don't think he. I don't no, think Noah's not his he, real name. How do you know? Because. How do you know? He's just called Noah. Okay. Anyway. You uh, know what I mean? He's risked his life to tell those living in present day what the future has in store. Understandably, people were pretty unconvinced by his story, so Noah agreed to take a lie detector test to prove himself. He said, I'll do it. In a recent interview with Apex TV, he was asked to relay his uh, his precisions. That's what it says. Yeah. Relay your precision. predictions, maybe, uh-huh. while also confirmed whether or not he's really from the future. Are you an actual time traveler from the year 2030, was the first question posed. He responded, yes, <laughs> before a green header saying true appears on the video. Well, that's not how those machines work. No, this one's set up to... to it, 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 it transcribes whatever yeah. the little wiggles are and yeah. turns them into true or false. The results from the machine, however, can't actually be seen on screen. There you go. He was asked if he had hard evidence to back up many of his predictions, which included Donald Trump being reelected in 2020. Bitcoin well, I being, predicted that. Bitcoin being used more. Artificial intelligence becoming huge by 2021. Electric cars that can travel at 600 miles per hour and humans flying to Mars in 2028, which will also be the same year that time travel is made public. He replied that he isn't sure he can give proof due to a paradox. Right. You got to be careful with that type with of the paradoxes. Yeah. And the true header appears again. True. So he's true. He's telling the truth. Uh, he then reels... Uh, he then reels of a list of things. Whatever that I means. think that means reel, reels off. I think he reels off. I'm, yeah. I, look, I just read what's in front of me. You do. Uh, <laughs> that will happen in the future. And you're, you're like Anchorman, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> and when assuring, uh, let's see, he, he, uh, you threw me off. <laughs> he starts reeling off a list of things that will happen in the future. And when, uh, I guess all while assuring that he is telling the truth, the true header pings up once again so whether or not it is actual fact he believes it that's or that machine only lights up true (laughs) the world first heard about noah when paranormal elite published a video sent by in by someone claiming to be a time traveler from the future in that we learned that noah suffers from anxiety and depression which he claims is a result of all the time traveling he also claims to be about 50 years old uh, but he has taken secret drugs to bring him back to his youth uh, and that he is currently 25 years old. Interesting. It's not my intention to deceive anybody, he told the camera in a heavily distorted voice. I want to be clear. My sole objective... <laughs> that is heavily distorted. It is. <laughs> I want to be clear. My sole objective is to prove to you that time travel exists. I, in fact, myself, am a time traveler. He also went on to say that time travel has been possible since 2003, but that it's not planned to be released to the public until 2028 so uh, papa note in your diaries i was trying to read it like they wrote it so here's the thing <laughs> why would they tell everybody about that they have people popping all over the place well the thing is uh john teeter came back yes from napoleon dynamite no that's john heater okay john teeter yeah from napoleon is, is an dynamite. official time traveler who had to come back and get a part uh from an ibm computer that, that they couldn't I'm, we talked about that yeah and so it's true. I mean, time tra- tra- Einstein proved that time travel is possible. You can travel in time. It's 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 not a straight line. If, it's, if it's time travel arc. was possible, I would have traveled to episode 150, and we would not be having an episode 150. What would you do? How, how? I'd be like, you know what? I've had enough. Yeah. Well, it's not 2028 yet, so. Uh, well, it's not public. Put that in your diary. Pop that in your diary, Craig. Pop that in your diary, Craig. I went to Headline is, 
Man passes out at McDonald's drive-thru, does a cartwheel during sobriety test. What what better way to say I'm not I'm not too drunk to drive than doing a cartwheel? If you can do a cartwheel, you probably can drive. I say let him go. Mm-hmm. A man in Florida was arrested for his third DUI in three years after police said he placed an order in a McDonald's, passed out in the drive-thru, then did a cartwheel during his sobriety test. An officer's camera was rolling as police responded to a McDonald's in Cape Cod where Christopher Bedzinski, Bedzinski, ah, that's a cool name. Bedzinski. Yeah. Oh, Biddy Boy. Age 30, reportedly passed. Don't call him that. Passed it's out, not like when you call him that. Passed out behind the wheel after ordering food. You know, I've passed out after ordering food at McDonald's before, but it was because I ate the food. Yeah. <clears throat> Officers had just helped Bedzinski home from the incident the night before Bidzinski. and recognized him. Police awoke Bedzinski and asked him to take a sobriety test. He said, I hadn't had time to study. Get that away from me. Right. No, what he actually said was, take me to jail. I beg you. I deserve to go to jail. He replied, can I eat more French fries? And then what did he say? Can I eat more French fries? I'm not going to pass. Of course, I had to edit that on the fly because I'm a professional. The officers asked him to do the sobriety test anyways. Oh, come on, guy. Do it. And he began a cartwheel. The video shows. Bedzinski then refused a breathalyzer and or then refused a breathalyzer and failed the sobriety test, police said, adding that they found a chilled, unopened bottle of wine in his truck. He was arrested for... Is that illegal now? No. He was arrested... uh, (laughs) Arrested. He was what? (laughs) Weinstein. What? He was arrested for allegedly driving under the influence for a third time in as many years. Hey. What's up? In Florida, hey. I went to you heard about this one? This just came in. <laughs> this has been all yeah, over I did. the news. This is sad. <laughs> it kind of is sad. Couples, a uh, couple sells everything to sail the world. Boat sinks on day two. <laughs> they also quit their jobs. That's not in the headline. Oh, this is horrible. <laughs> Let's take it down to Madeira Beach, Florida. A couple who abandoned their work workday lives to buy a sailboat for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure lost almost everything when it sank on day two of their journey <laughs> off Florida. I'm sorry. That's just funny. News outlets reported that Tanner Broadwell, Nikki Walsh, and their pet pug escaped injury when the 28-foot boat hit something and capsized Wednesday in the Gulf of Mexico near Madeira Beach. But the couple says just about everything else on the boat floated away. How do I? How, why is he talking like this, Bill Clinton? It's so sad. How I do did, I have everything? I did not have nothing with that boat. <laughs> how do I have everything? Walsh told the Tampa Bay Times and ended up in a hotel with nothing. <laughs> a, a pretty bad hotel, apparently. <laughs> the couple had no sailing experience. That should have been the first clue. Bingo. Save for some help from Broadwell's father. Well, they you take said, this thing here and you drive it up there, yeah, and then you you'd just, be all right. Yeah, just get out there. Just turn that wheel. It's easy. Anybody can do it. Uh, they said they planned to escape modern life on the sailboat. Well, they almost went to primitive life <laughs> on an island somewhere. <laughs> After leaving Breckenridge, Colorado, last year, now Broadwell says they have no jobs, no savings, and no place to go. Welcome to my world, Broadwell. <laughs> yeah, get over yourself. Local boat captains. I didn't have to sink a boat to have it happen to me. Right. You're, you're, you're like, like figuratively sinking boats. My, my, my life sank. <laughs> Local boat captains say sandbars often shift in the channel in John's Pass where the... Well, make John pay for it. Where the sailboat capsized. And He's got a pass. In an ear, interview with the Tampa Bay Times, the couple said they got confused while sailing at night when the red and green buoys seemed out of place, they said. 
and the show wasn't where their two the show show enough show enough wasn't where their 2016 slash 17 navigational charts said it should be. The boat, it said the show was going to be here, but the show's over there. The boat sank in about nine feet of water and is still in the channel. The Coast Guard has informed the couple they must pay to remove the oh, no. and store the boat. A process that could cost up to ten thousand dollars. I'm not gonna give up now. Broadwell told the Tampa Bay Times, I'm going to get a get another boat down the road once I get a job and a new wife. And, and a boat. And a boat and, and get some money and pay that $10,000. What I do now? So um, here's the thing. When you got that boat, did you think of Monica? When you, when you got that boat, do you think he thought of something called insurance? I don't think he did. I think he was just excited. It's one of these deals where God he came. I love him for wanting to do something nice <laughs> for himself. He came home from his work exhausted. He said, you know what, honey? Or, you know what, honey? You know what? <laughs> we're we going to get, get a boat. Us, we're going to get us a boat. We're going to go out there in the boat and we're going to sell everything. I'm going to go and we're going to pick up Monica over around Florida and then we're going to head on out. My cousin Monica. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yes. Um, so... That's sad. He could have that is taken sad. A, he could have taken a heck of a lot of cruises, it, but he didn't know no, anything about. He could have taken yes. a heck of a lot of cruises, eating, shoveled food in his face the eating, entire time, anything and everything, everything, over and over again for what he just did with it. That in is two sad. days, you two got, days. Hey, at least they got one day out of it, <laughs> but they were only what fifteen feet from shore. <laughs> what they don't tell you is it was just one of those paddle boats. <laughs> it was a canoe. Poor guy. Yeah, I feel bad laughing at him. Not too bad. Headline Not is, as bad as I feel like for this person. Headline is 14, count them, Craig, 14 worms One, pulled two, from a woman's eye four, after a rare infection. 12, it's an infection that causes worms to grow in your eye. 13, 14. That's a lot of worms. That's a lot of worms to be in your eye. An Oregon woman who had worms coming out of her eye <laughs> is being called the first known human case of parasitic infection spread by flies. Ooh. 14 tiny worms were removed from the left eye of the 26-year-old Sounds woman. Sounds like a kid's song or something. The woman. 14 tiny worms. <laughs> Abby Beckley was diagnosed in August of 2016 with thalasia gulosa. You, that, got, you got the lazy something. That's a type of eye worm seen in cattle in the northern United States and southern Canada, but never before in humans. They are spread by a type of... Now I've got something else to worry about, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Good I'll tell you night. what, if we find out spiders get wings, we're in trouble. <laughs> they, are, they are spread by a type of fly they known are, as... They are spread. By face flies. They are spread. The flies feed on the tears that lubricate the eyeball. Oh my gosh, we cry so much, <laughs> they're going to probably feed on our eyeballs. She had, she had been horseback riding and fishing in Gold Beach, Oregon, a coastal cattle farming area. After Check a, that off the list of places not to go. <laughs> after a week of eye irritation, Beckley pulled a worm from her eye. Can you imagine? What if I've got a worm in my ear? <laughs> you got an earworm. Earwig. Oh, that's that's the thing, the song that won't go away. That's an earworm, right? No, it's an earwig. Is that an earwig? But earwig is actually a thing that'll eat your brain, I think. Ooh. Eat your brain? Kind of like listening to this podcast. You got podcast. one starving. <laughs> listening to this podcast. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 Said yours is starving. I like how you had to fill the empty spot until you found the button. <laughs> the worms were translucent and each less than half an inch long. You shouldn't wear just gummy worms. After Those they, are translucent. <laughs> After they were removed, no more worms were found, and she had no additional symptoms. Eye worms are seen in several kinds of animals, including cats and dogs. They can be spread by different kinds of flies. They're disgusting. Flies are gross. Two other types of Thalisa eye worm infections have been seen in people before, 
but never this kind. You know, I hate flies. You know how much I've talked about hate flies. Well, you've got the. Uh, I cannot wait till I get my bug assault out. I thought, you, yeah, you, <coughs> when it when it gets when it gets summertime and those stinking flies start trying to make home in my house. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have, we're gonna have table salt all over the house. <laughs> Food fight story in a while. We haven't. This is a good one, too. This just in. Man beats down. I'm going to keep talking over it. Oh, yeah. That's what it's for. Uh, man beats. See, it's, it's annoying. No, it's not. People like it to come in, go away. That KFC, I hear over and over again how great that intro is. People you you have it. to hear it over and over again because you can't hear it on the first play. Man beats down. Roommate over Captain Crunch. Really? That might. This might be legitimate here. Well, Captain Crunch. A, a Moundville. If it were Fruity Pebbles, be a dead man. Fruity Pebbles be a dead are man. good. Be but a Cap, dead man. What's your favorite Captain Crunch? Crunch berries, dude. Crunch berries are the best. And I, and I like the peanut butter ones. I do not like the peanut oh, butter ones. Oh, they're so good. See, that's Lori's favorite. She buys who, them. Who are the freaks that buy the ones that just have the regular golden little pieces? In now, them? I do like those. Oh, you're the freak. Okay. <laughs> they remind me of, well, Captain, if you're gonna get of the, King Vitamin. If you're going to get those, just get the Crunch Berries. You King Vitamin's good. Here's the problem. I'm not allowed to have cereal. Why? I'm, that's that's me doing that to my... I'm not, I'm oh, not, you don't allow yourself to have cereal. Because if I have a box of cereal, it'll be an empty box. Same here. I go through cereal if we had, and we do. I keep it on the shelf at the house. If I could eat, actually, that would be if I if, it, if I was to think it through. Pizza would be one of the first things I'd say I'd want to be able to eat and not gain weight. Yeah, but if we could break it down by meals, yeah, I think I'd have to say any box cereal as much as I and milk I could eat as much as I want without gaining a pound. I would do that. Oh, you know the Malto, Malto meal makes a version of Crunch Berries that's better than the actual. I like the hot Malto meal. No, oh, I do too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So would it be okay with you if we go back to the story? Go ahead. A Moundville, Alabama resident has been arrested for beating his roommate because he tore the... Oh, this is this is acceptable. Yeah. He tore the bag when he opened it and did not do anything to keep the cereal fresh. That's a foul. That's a fiend. Yeah. That is, a, that is not a nice Throw person. a flag at that one. That's a serious no-no. First of all, Captain Crunch isn't inexpensive, especially if you don't have a coupon, another truth. And secondly, stale anything is no picnic. That's true. Now, this guy could have avoided all this if he would have just gone and bought a chip clip uh, or or a reusable Walmart at the Walmarts. Go to get a uh, plastic container to store your cereal. That's in. how we store ours at the house. You know, at the house? Yeah. you Canadian now? Yeah, beauty. The suspect, who is 52 years old, uh, he's a couple years younger than you. Yep. Uh, you too. Reportedly asked his roommate if he knew how hard it was to chew stale cereal without any teeth. <laughs> Why, where's his teeth? He's telling him. You're going to know how hard it is going to be when, oh, when your teeth oh, are missing? Yeah. The aggressive cereal lover allegedly whooped the victim with a laptop cord. Oh, my Ouch. gosh. It's like some southern mama going after oh. her kid. Um, aye, aye, aye. The victim said that his assailant told him to take out his dentures and try <laughs> to eat some stale Cap'n Crunch. Apparently, he doesn't want to know how hard it is to chew Cap'n Crunch with no teeth because he refused to comply. Ain't going to you make me do that. You can rub me. And that is when he got the whooping van charging court. That's oh, that's harsh. Man, that hurts. The man with no dentures was charged with domestic violence slash assault. Back in December, a Moundville man was arrested for assaulting his half-brother for serving him a slice of cheesecake that was too small. Again, <laughs> that's reasonable. I mean, don't well, begin cheap with the cheesecake. I don't really like cheesecake, but a slice of any dessert that's Freak. too small makes me angry. He said the piece was too small for a grown man. <laughs> that's not what he said. <laughs> Perhaps next time he will get his own cheesecake. You know, um, the other day, yeah. the wife, who we don't mention her name, Glenna, Just the other day. You probably try, remember try, it well. I, I casually, we had guests over at the house. Uh, we had some Girl Scout cookies. 
you get the new the new kind? No, of no, no, no. Glenna, who we don't speak of, apparently thinks there's only thin mints available. Oh, I lo- no, those lo- are my least favorite. Oh, I love thin mints, nah. but, but we were bagging on her because I poke her with a also, snake. She also got some. Uh, I've got to introduce her to my daughter. She has some. She got some Samoas. They have a lot in common. Right. She needs to meet Sarah. Anyway, can I finish? I've already had a conversation with your daughter about the whole thing, about the Walmart incident. (laughs) Anyway, so um, there's Front Diva walking by the studio. She's making around. She's doing the last security check here at the studio. Front Drama. I put a picture of Front Drama on our Facebook. Yeah, no. So, um, with a weird button. Where was I on this? Um, oh, so she, so, so we had guests over at the house. And, um, this is a random story, by the way, I know. Um, Craig's random story. So, we're talking about how important it is you know, when you're messing with people's stuff, like cereal, important things. Yeah. Dairy Queen, cheesecake, oh, whatever. That's a foul, too. So, so we had guests over who I, I love dearly. These people are very close to us. And, and I reached up into the cabinet and I pulled out a partial pack the you know they come in tubes the pa- partial pack of the thin mints put them on the table not because i was being stingy but no. i just i'm thinking well let's put a few down first i'm gonna start breaking them all out because there's so many people we're gonna start they're gonna be gone, gone. Right? yeah you'll lose them but i wasn't trying to be stingy about five seconds later glenn goes she opens the thing up she goes hey you got more up there I go, oh, and i go and I, and I go i know there are more up there i was getting them out as we needed them That's and, I got, and i got judged like I was, tra- and they were all like, "Oh, I see you're a hoarder." They're you're- saying, they were saying, "I see what he's doing." Yeah, cookie hoarder. Now here's the thing: the Girl Scout cookies that come around once a year. I was going to pull more out, and I did. I got more out. <laughs> I wasn't going to pull all the boxes out. They'd all be gone. They'd all be gone. <laughs> you hoarder. You food hoarder. That's a wife foul, though. She, you know what? That's just darn it. Not very good. Anyway, headline is for our next story: Hangry added to the Oxford English Dictionary. Sure, why not? Hangry. Why not? Oxlish, uh, Oxford, English, Oxford, Oxford English Dictionary understands. I like a lot. The word was one of more than 1,100 new entries added to the dictionary in its most recent update. Catherine Connor Martin, head of the U.S. Dictionary, has noted. Did you say dictionary? I did not. Hangry, an adjective, is described in the dictionary as bad-tempered or irritable as a result of hunger. It's a good word. Been there a lot. Its first known use dates back to 1956. Really? Did you know that? No. Yeah, people were hangry then, too. The, collo- the colloquial... I can't say colloquial either. Term. Oh, I just said it. Was, colloquial. Was found in the psychoanalytic Collo- journal... Let's practice that word. Colloquial. Collo- Collo- colloquial. Colloquial. The, the colloquial I have, I, term. I have, I, you can't say ventriloquist? I no, can't I can't. Say, I can't say colloquial. I can't say a lot of words. Other words added to the dictionary this year include mansplain, which is hilarious. Snowflake, a person mockingly characterized wait, as snowflakes already there. Overly sensitive or easily offended. Selfie as selfish. And swag, the bold self awareness and style swag of Swag could also mean stuff. Yeah. It can mean multiple things. I, you know, Oxford I, I expect more out of them. Do you really? No. <laughs> I don't either. Hey, this just in. Yeah. This is funny, too. Yeah. Couple mistakenly takes romantic trip to see Red Hot Chili Pipers, not Peppers. We have a pipe it down. This is in Belfast, Ireland. There's a pipe it down. Duncan Robb uh, had the best of intentions when he got tickets for his girlfriend's all-time favorite band, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. However, in the days before the concert, his other half had a hilarious realization. Unfortunately, Bob didn't buy tickets to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but the Red Hot Chili Pipers. It's the Piper Down. The most famous bagpipe band on the planet, or so their website claims. They've got to be better than the Red Hot Chili I Peppers. Imme- Stop it. I love I, Red Hot Chili How Peppers. could that be someone's favorite band? They're terrible. 
I mean, every song they've got now. Okay, stop, Mr. Judgmental. <laughs> Who's your favorite band again? My favorite band of all time, yeah. REO Speedway. Right. The okay. greatest band in the history of music. No. Yes. the only person that thinks that. No, that's not true. There's millions of fans all over. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think they I think they have a weird, stupid sound that's just... I mean, I like Flea. It's like the a sound that no one else has ever had. It's their own sound. It's a, yeah, but it's so is a kid screaming in Walmart. Whatever. I mean, I'm you not going to buy the record. You also like Nickelback. So I do really, not. Yeah, you do. Take that, you take that back. No. You take it back right now. No, I will not. <laughs> Rob told Storyful that he had spotted the gig while looking for tickets to a boxing match. <laughs> Half Northern Irish Rob, a Chesterfield native, is a regular visit a visitor to Belfast. Uh, and so when he spotted what he thought were tickets for the Californian funk rock legends of Belfast, 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 he snapped them up. I'll take those. Uh, now, see, I would like the Red Hot Chili Pipers. I'm sure. Because well, I like, I, like I immediately think of John Candy in Home Alone, <laughs> his polka guys that he had in the Polka, band. polka. Yeah, yeah. That's one of their hits. Polka, you, probably, polka. you probably heard it. Probably heard it. Probably didn't hear it. Um, when I click on it and got tickets on OQ. For the 30 each, I thought, what a bargain. <laughs> there must not be many tickets left and snatch them up straight away, he explained. <laughs> also, I saw the date was February 10th, so I should make it a Valentine's Day weekend. Kill two birds with one stone. Oh, Peter's not going to like that. Uh, that could be mostly Scottish. I don't know, I don't what, know. I don't know what I just I did. I thought it sounded good. Okay, fine. For us. Yeah. I, I, I woke up with this accent. <laughs> he printed out the tickets and presented them to his girlfriend on Christmas Day, adding that nobody noticed that they would be seeing the wrong That's band. So funny. Fast forward a month, and we get the actual tickets through the post. Brilliant. <laughs> up, up they went on the board. Still nobody noticed my mistake. It was until Wednesday before the, my girlfriend wanted to know who was, support, who was supporting them. Who was opening up. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it was pretty obvious. But yeah. anyway, she couldn't find anything about the Red Hot Chili Peppers performing in Belfast. Once realizing that she had flown to Belfast to see bagpipers, they could do nothing but laugh. I don't know why I read in that voice, because that was not them talking. But uh, it was fun. Okay. We just had to laugh about it. What else was that to do? I think I'm Scottish now. I don't think it's anything close. <laughs> well, the bagpipes. Well, they, live, they live on the... They're from Ireland, but they live on the border. Okay. <laughs> the only saving grace is that we had found out three days before... And not while we were in oh, the Oh, that arena. would have been even funnier. The pair went to the concert anyway and said they had a good time. Uh, the couple hopes to see... I'm still talking that way. I don't know why. I don't either. The couple hopes to see the real Chili Peppers in the future. I just don't like them. Well, I just good. flat out don't like them. I can't em. stand freaking Ario Speedway. That's not hear true. <laughs> that would be like me buying tickets to a show for Ario Speed Day. Aaron. What? You're not 12. Roll with the changes. <laughs> okay? As soon as you are able. <clears throat> We got another story about uh, Hollywood money. I will it. say, Ario Speedwagon has probably the best elderly woman leading the band <laughs> I've seen in any band for some time. You hadn't seen them lately. <laughs> <laughs> Headline is... Greatest band ever. They were in their heyday. When Gary was with the band, I would they like were to, the best I would band. like to put this finally to, to rest. I want our one or two listeners we still have after that whole space audio clip from the last show stop to 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 leave a note don't let the queen's tongue fool you oh that's wrong clip (laughs) that's really good so tell everybody i want them to leave a message and let us know give us feedback on facebook or our website send us a message send us a voicemail go to weirdnewspodcast.com click the little leave a voicemail button tell us what you think about ario speedwagon 
to the greatest band in the history of music. Just, just now, as they're touring now, they're no good. We're I, talking don't about waste your money. We're talking about the Ario that everybody knows. Yeah, the great high fidelity, the multi. Last time I saw ten time platinum. Well, the last time I saw Kevin Cronin, he was hawking Columbia House Records on yeah. infomercials. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kevin, you know, Kevin's grown old. Can I get to this story? Like your love for Ario is growing old. Headline is funny money. Makes its way from Hollywood to Central Iowa. Not again. Yeah, this is why I bring it up. I, as a matter of fact, I should probably even play this. There is the update. It's sort of an update. update. We want the update now. Where is the update? Where is it? Give us the update. We want it. We want the update now. An, a- an Adele man faces charges for trying to use movie prop money as real cash after Clive Police caught him on camera. What if he's trying to buy movie tickets with it? Is that still illegal? I mean, it would seem to make sense. Yeah, police said the so-called funny money is not illegal to possess. Anyone can order it off Amazon or eBay. I didn't know that. It's when you try to use it as real cash that it it's becomes It's when you try to commit fraud. Yeah. It's the like kind saying of, that you're podcast host. It, yeah. That would be illegal. Correct. Or the Red Hot Chili Peppers are good. You know, that's, or that's, Ario Speedwagon is relevant. It's the kind of money Leonardo DiCaprio throws around in the movie Wolf of Wall Street and the money the Joker burns in the Dark Knight. But those made-for-motion picture fake bills are making their way through Central Iowa. I'd like to have one. I, I wish somebody would buy something for me with I them. wish you'd go to Central Iowa. You can almost see him questioning the customer like, uh, this is not real, said Detective Mario Coleman with the Clive Police Department, referring to a video captured last week at the old get-and-go. Oh, the get-and-go. Oh, go down the get-and-go. Police said 33-year-old Brandon Leesner tried to pass a movie prop $50 bill as real, but the clerk wasn't fooled. It had Jack Nicholson on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the cover. Uh, on the front, I mean. He's asking for it back, Coleman said. I believe the clerk is like, uh, no, you're not getting this back. Coleman said the first clue that the movie's money uh, the movie money is that the bill has a note on it saying it is not legal and it's not and it is only to be used in motion pictures. No, it says be used for motion pictures. So if he's at a movie theater or if he's buying a DVD with it, yeah, it's only used sure. for mo- motion picture. Exactly, motion pictures. Police said the crime is becoming more popular because the movie money is easy to order online. But it doesn't look like real money. You can get a pack of $50 bills for $8.99. It doesn't look like real money. It does, too. Not real. Yes. Not exactly. It does. Police stress it's not illegal to possess and only becomes a crime when you try to spend it. If you want to make your little music videos and you want to take a bunch of these and throw them out and make it look like rain, have fun with it, Coleman said. Just don't try to spend it like real cash. Well, you know, we kind of use funny money when we go to movie, use our movie pass card. Well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, our it's movie it's money. It's not really money. No, it's, it's motion picture money is it, what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a debit card. But it's not real money. It's not real. Well, it is. In the long run. No, it's not money in my hand. No. Hey. We're going to the movies hey. tomorrow. I went and saw that uh, the train movie. Oh, was it good? There's Clint Eastwood directed it, but it's got the actual guys in it, so it kind of makes it feel a little lower budget because they're not actors. Is it just the latest Taken? No. Are you talking the same movie? I don't know. We're going to see... Uh, Is this ever going to stop? Oh, I thought we were having a conversation. We are, if you'll stop that. Okay, so uh, this is the movie about the guys that were in France and the guy, the terrorists came oh, over. Oh, 15, uh, 15, 15, 17. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was, I heard it wasn't like a movie. It was more like know, clips. It, 
No, it's an actual movie. Was it good? And the guys that were in the the real life guys are the actors in the movie. But can they act? No. Okay, see that's the problem. But it's a Clint Eastwood movie. It's got it's quality filmmaking and everything. But it's just it feels a little cheaper because they can't act. But it's cool because these guys did this real heroic thing, and um, you know at the end they actually kind of put it together with a real clip of them getting their medals from the oh, French cool. government and stuff like that. But I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was okay. We're going uh, to see Winchester tomorrow. Sarah and myself are going to oh, see. Oh, is that the Haunted House movie? Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. You're welcome. Hey, uh, so that, uh, we were just talking about Australia a minute ago. Yeah. Aussie man survives third brown snake attack. Now we've just, oh, you Why know Why is this man attacking snakes? <laughs> Got to do this one too. It's a twofer. It's a twofer, Craig. Watch out! Oh, the snake hole. Snake hole. He said, Freaky. The snake hole man. That's great. <laughs> Freak snake. Mark Laylor didn't think he would survive being bitten by a highly venomous brown snake for the third time Good in his life. Grief. The 34-year-old Charters Towers man was mustering on a property. What's mustering? I don't know. It's, he's looking for mustard? Uh, it's like digging for mustard? I'm going to look it up right now. Mustering. My iPad's offline. I can't oh. tell you what that is. <laughs> mustering on a... Adam Lee or somebody can tell us all about it. Uh, he was mustering on a property in Claremont on Saturday when he ran over the seven-foot-long mm. snake oh. with his motorbike. Well, oh, he my gosh. Faster. I was coming up around and... Uh, what was he doing? <laughs> I was coming around to get around a mob of bullocks. Never, Never mind, mind them. <laughs> Never mind them. You beat me to it. I ran over the back of the snake, and it jumped up and hit me in the leg through my jeans, ah, Mr. Laylor said. That's a nightmare. He was a fairly he, he was a fair lump of snake, too, about seven foot. Good grief, that's taller Mr. than me. Mr. Laylor said the snake was so large, he had to use all his strength to pull it oh. off. Oh, I put my leg back him. down, and it was still growing strong. Oh, my God. So I grabbed him like that. I had my big knife. He said, that's not a knife. I said, yes, <laughs> it is a knife. On the back of its head, and I threw him. I pulled my belt off and strapped my leg. And rode to the rest of uh, where my other colleagues were. I was on the ground, and my other colleagues, they had it all strapped up to my thigh. <laughs> he had we, belts we, all over him, we had it split. We had it splinted and marked where the bite was on, uh, was on the bandage, mate. Paramedics rushed to Mr. Laylor uh, to rush him to the Claremont Airfield, oh, that's where a he was one. met by the R-A-C-Q-C-Q-C-Q-L-B-G-Y-T-Q. <laughs> no, they weren't. No, it was just the R-A-C-Q-C-Q. Yeah. Do they seek you? Is that what they are? They, they do. Seek they you. seek you if you're lost. Rescue crew. Uh, by that point, he had trouble breathing and begun dry retching. Oh, I thought I was gone. Oh. Yeah, I felt. I kept dry retching. <laughs> I was just wasn't feeling 100 percent because I had just had this brown snake hanging off my leg. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to make it. It's scary now when you think about it a bit more. So it's it makes scary, you reflect right. on your whole life, like. When was I going to have another one of them blooming onions? Uh, maybe get a shrimp and a barbie. <laughs> maybe see the REO Speedwagon one like more time. Like there was a couple hours there. There was a couple hours there and with the hospital where I couldn't see nothing. Oh, scary. I knew my eyes were open, but it was like a cloud of smoke, mate. Or there could have just been ninjas in the air. Or it could have been the shrimp on the barbie. It was causing the smoke. Could be. Mr. Laylor said onion. he slept for four days before he came good. I've slept for four I'm days. I'm a lucky man. I've got nine lives and i got this <laughs> knife. <laughs> I just like to bring up the knife. That's not a knife. My mates say I'm like a cat because I always go meow. <laughs> if you ask me wife, 
She'll say I'm the unluckiest man in the world. Is it because he married her? Is she that it's ugly? Because he'd been bit by a brown snake. No, three he, times. Is she that ugly? He <laughs> <laughs> had had a police story in a while, haven't we? Sequel surprise. Suspected Harlow drug dealer breaks British record as police continue to wait for him to poo out his drugs, Craig. A, a suspected drug dealer has broken the British record for spending the most days in custody while police wait for him to go poo. Lamar Chambers, age 24, was arrested by police on Wednesday, January 17th, for failing to stop in Lady Shot Harlow, along with intent to supply Class A drugs. Oh, those are the good ones. He must be a, you know, sought-after drug dealer. He's this, got is, the, this, is, this is Harlow. He, yeah, Harlow. He's got the Class A drugs in Harlow. He has been held in custody since his arrest as the police wait until he poos out the drugs he is believed That's to have disgusting. swallowed. Essex police said there was no update on the 24-year-old suspected gang member as he entered the 23rd 23 days without going number uh, number two. Wow. He needs some kind of a laxative. Medical experts say there's a small chance of his bowels bursting, but a force... Uh, this is gross. The bowels bursting in air. But a force spokesman today refused to provide blow-by-blow daily updates. They say there won't be an update on his condition until he has done what we need him to do. Following Chambers' arrest, policing team operator Raptor West tweeted, What a name! If I, have an, if I was miraculously to have another son... Raptor West. Raptor West Lindsay. Anyway, no, just the name Raptor West. Raptor West tweeted to say London gang nominated a uh, nominal arrested for failing to stop for police and possession with intent to supply class A drugs. Mel doesn't think we have the power to keep him until he removes said items from his bottom. That's exactly uh, what he said. This is just. But more than three weeks later, the team based at Harlow Police Station Essex are still waiting. This story could be Elvis. Oh, gosh. Bless his heart. You know, he had so many drugs in him, it wasn't coming out either. No. So it could just be Elvis. Uh, you think it was? No, it said he was 24. 24. They yeah, took you to, literally just said, do you think it was? <laughs> they took the to, man's been gone for 40-some years, and you're like... Well, gone where? Gone from here. <laughs> I don't know that he... Did he ever that, record at Leeberry? We need to look into that. Here's the thing. I'm surprised you didn't say, well, it's a known fact, Sonny Jim, <laughs> that he's actually alive. Sonny Jim. Yeah. Sonny Jim. It's a well-known fact, Sonny Jim, that Elvis is not dead. Well, he would be now. He'd be like over 100 years old now. I don't know that. Any, I, don't, I don't do math in my head. Anyway, they took to Twitter again earlier this week to say, Day 20 is coming to no end and still no movement. Sorry for the delay well, in updates. He'd be in his 80s. The team are busy. Co- no, I think he'd be older than that. No, he wouldn't. Well, how old was he when he died in 77? It doesn't, I'll look up. You keep telling your story about the druggie. <laughs> The delay in updates, the team are busy covering this and other ongoing investigations. Chambers is undergoing daily medical tests, but research shows that he's holding, that that holding your poo for a significant amount of time might not be as bad as you think. Trish McNair from the Primary Care Society for Gastroenterology said, there's only so long you can hang on. (laughs) You won't get a devastating buildup of toxins that you can... He'd be 83, thank you. Oh, he could still be alive. He may still be with us then. Toxins that could poison the body in such a... But he was in bad health. I mean, even then. My whole point was that this guy's holding his poop like Elvis. He couldn't because he had so many drugs in him. (laughs) You know, Elvis, at the end, he was like, he couldn't... He was all messed up. Where do you think Elvis went after the funeral? After the toilet? (laughs) Yeah, after that. And why why did he allow them to make up that story about his dad? That's apparently where they found him. You're gonna, That's what I'm saying. 
That, and there's a very interesting... If he's uh, dead, how's he going to tell him not to use that story? That's why they said that story, because they knew that people would think, well, if he still lived, which he did at the time. He was he lived way past the funeral. I don't know when he died, because he was off the radar. You're a flat earther, aren't you? I <laughs> am not. You, yeah, you take are. that back. You're a flat earther. That's as bad as calling me a Nickelback fan. You're a liberal, you're a liberal flat earther. That's even worse. <laughs> that's three strikes. You're out. Good. Is that all it took? It took me 150 episodes to figure that out. <laughs> I ain't going to finish that story. Good. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. The Top 10 Coolest Inventions of 2017. And I got... Who spelled that number 10 one? That's not even spelled correctly. I don't know. And my son is going to personally... What's a fit, fit it spinner? Uh, why'd you tell... Okay, that's yours then. <laughs> oh, crap. You, and here's number the thing. My, my son's going to come to your house and he's going to haunt it. <laughs> He fitting it spinners. He, I hate them too. They're he, stupid. All right. So number, hey, if number you ten, any, though, the, you go down to our little store, you can get all you want. Uh-huh. Go, number ten. You just said the coolest inventions. This is not fit because it's not cool. It's not cool. That's right. This one does not fit. You said fidget spinner. Fidget. I did not. I said fittingness spinner. Fidget spinner. Number nine. Coolest inventions. Halo top. Ice L- cream. Literally cool. Literally cold. It has yes. to be kept cold. Number eight. Nike Pro Hijab. Hij- hijab. Why is that cool? I, I don't know. There was a photo of it. It didn't look very cool to me. Number seven. Where'd this list come from? Your butt? I forgot. No, it did not. Did you have drugs? <laughs> Number seven. Nintendo Switch. Number six. Jibo. Jibo is cool. A robot friend. Jibo is known as the first family robot in the world, and it's... It has no resemblance to other personal uh, robot attempts, such as Amazon's Echo or Google. Well, those Home. aren't those aren't robots. This robot really has a humanoid characteristics, and its main attraction is its emotional interaction, its appearance, tone of voice, humor, and sympathy make you feel like you have a little friend. Yeah, he's like a little little satellite dish looking guy. Jibo is able to tell stories to children, take pictures just by saying "Jibo, take a picture," and uh, hundreds of other qualities. Although its creators think that Jibo still has a lot to learn, it's available with a price tag of $899. Too expensive for the fact that he doesn't even move. The only part that no, moves, he moves. No, the top of his body. No, or, his body moves. His, he, he does, but he doesn't he dances. But he doesn't leave that one area, is what I'm saying. He, he doesn't does, he, He's not mobile. Yeah. He, he doesn't roll. Okay. And he also didn't tell you, uh, he, he can't like play music. Like you can't say play yeah, Aria sounds like wagon. sounds like the, well, nobody would do that. It had <laughs> any sense. It's like the, uh, that new, I, the new, um, Apple speaker thing, yeah, doesn't do much of anything. It's supposed to sound amazing. It's a great speaker. It's supposed to sound amazing, yeah. but it doesn't. The Siri and all that stuff. Anyway, who cares? Yeah. Uh, top ten coolest inventions of 2017. Number five. I've got one of these. iPhone 10. Yeah, they or are. Some very people call cool. it the iPhone X. Number four. eSight three. Now I didn't know what this was, so I looked it up, and this is what it is: glasses that give sight to the blind. That's pretty impressive. I need that. This is one of the coolest inventions of 2017 because it's a creation that improves the quality of life for many people who are blind. Esight 3 mimics real vision. These powerful glasses record high-definition videos and use magnification, contrast, and propriety algorithms to enhance those images into something that legally blind can see. Problem uh, is, waitress comes up to you, and, you know, three minutes after she's gone, you see her saying, would you like some more coffee? <laughs> can I warm that up for you? And the guy's like, and then she's yes. Like, no, he's like, yes, and she's gone. Yeah, and she's like, jerk. That's the last thing he hears. <laughs> but anyway, the... Uh, it, it's it's this invention isn't really accessible to all people due to its price of ten grand. Uh, but to date, the company estimates that it has been used by more than one thousand patients. So that's number uh, four. Number number three. Yeah, 
the Tesla Model 3, I don't think it's that incredible. Are you kidding me? Top 10 coolest That thing inventions. should be number one. Is this the new one, the midsize yes. one? Yes. That nobody's even gotten yet? It's just gorgeous. Whatever. So, so am I. All right. Can you take number two? <laughs> no, no comment? <laughs> number two. Oh, because you don't want to try. Oh, because you want number one. Number No. Number two. It, it's Thyssen Krupp Multi. I thought it was Tyson Krupp. Well, then you should have done number two. <laughs> Another of the great inventions of the world in 2000. Oh, so you just wanted me to say that. You didn't, yeah, yeah. You didn't want to. Okay. Was multi. It's a ropeless elevator system designed by the German company Tyson Krupp that uh, marks a milestone I mean, in the this revolution. Is, this is what's wrong with you. <laughs> Please tell me. You make me read that, and then you're, you're, you're willfully going through the whole thing, saying it over and over again. Like, why did you even have me say it? Just I wanted you to try to say it. That's all. The technology used to move the elevators through the shafts is the same magnetic mechanism used by Japan's uh, super train. So if the magnet goes away suddenly, the electromagnet shuts down, you but, drop to your death. But it's like a Willy Wonka elevator as it can go up and it goes sideways. So you can go, not only can you go to floor seven, but you can go to floor seven, uh, door number 22. Or, or seven west. Yeah. Seven north. Something. Seven east. Seven something. <clears throat> number one. That's the best floor. Seven. The top ten coolest inventions of 2017. Without which a probably doubt. probably was not actually invented in 2017. Made, no, it was. made its appearance. No, it's been on the books for years. They've been around for 18 years or something. The Falcon Heavy. The Millennium Falcon Heavy. Heavy. Before we get to the... Uh, That's the big spaceship we talked about. Big rocket. Stop. And when the engine chill is complete. Did you say Falcon Heavy? Yes, it's launch. Did you know that one of Elon's rockets uh, is available on Craigslist for nine and a half million dollars? I bought it. I got <laughs> I, it already. I want to see it. I want to I fly in it. It's what I want to do. Elon's an interesting person, man. You should marry him. Good <laughs> grief. you make me? Darn it. All right. Yeah, yeah. Fortunate for you. Hey, that's episode 150, man. Yeah, it is. Unfortunate for you, it's over. In the books. We've, we've done 150 plus episodes. Actually, we're no, like no, 157. No. We've done 150. No, we've done a lot more. We yeah. had special episodes yeah, throughout the Well, maybe. Officially, it's 150. No. The, I can't believe this is the very last episode of our podcast. It's not. If you start saying that, yeah. people start talking about it. Oh, this is. People come listen. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, because you don't ever hear, you're never going to hear this again. Ever. And don't you come check it back next week. Just subscribe and see what happens. Yeah, you see what happens if you subscribe. For the love of Pete, would you go out there and take five seconds to put a review? Please, we need reviews. All right, enough of our pandering. Have a great rest of the time until our next episode, if we if we were to have one. Listen to Mark on the drums. Still talking, aren't you? Bye. Darn it.